What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Coming up on Upstate Issues, celebrating recovery. You know, mission and vision is to demonstrate the power and promise of recovery, that people can and do recover. You know, addiction is um, not uh, a criminal justice issue. It's a public health issue. It's not a moral failing. You know, it's, it's an illness that needs to be treated. We envision a world in which recovery from addiction is both common and celebrated. That's next on Upstate Issues. Welcome again to Upstate Issues. I'm Diane Donato, and this week we'll be talking with Stephanie Campbell. She's the Executive Director of Friends of Recovery New York. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Recovery, I learned years ago, was one of the best kept secrets in the area. People didn't realize, and that at the time was part of the message that you were trying to get out, is people don't even know about recovery. They know about 12 steps. They know about a lot of different things, but this this idea of this recovery group was really not well known. Fast forward a few years, and here we are, and I think a lot of people still don't know much about it. So let's first talk about what Friends of Recovery New York is. Well, Friends of Recovery New York is a statewide organization of individuals in recovery from a substance use disorder, families who have a loved one who is either in recovery or uh, looking to get into recovery or needing recovery, and then families who um, have been impacted by the illness and, and, and have paid the price of losing their loved one to an addiction, as well as professional allies, um, friends uh, of you know people who are addicted who just want to be part of the recovery movement. And this is a heavy topic, and yet whenever I speak to anybody from Friends of Recovery, it's such a hopeful feeling. Yes. I know that you say that everyone can recover from addiction, which almost sounds like an overpromise. So talk a little bit about your theories behind that. Well, we believe our you know, mission and vision is to demonstrate the power and promise of recovery, that people can and do recover if they're given the right supports uh, in order to do so. Uh, similar to other chronic illnesses, addiction is uh, genetically predisposed, typically. Uh, it's treatable. It is fatal if not treated. But people do recover. And that's the wonderful promise that we talk about and the power of that um, promise that's demonstrated. I often introduce myself as Stephanie Campbell as the Executive Director for Friends of Recovery New York, but I'm also a person in sustained recovery. And and what that means for me is I haven't used alcohol or drugs since September uh, 16th of 2000. But I began my journey before Uh, that. I began my journey in 1989. So, you know, we do recover. We go on to have incredible lives. And that's really the message. You know, addiction is um, not uh, a criminal justice issue. It's a public health issue. It's not a moral failing. You know, it's it's an illness that needs to be treated. I know your organization also talks about various options for recovery. And this might also be a good time just to mention for people that this is not, because I, I think, again, if you're not familiar with your organization, 
and you've been thinking about reaching out, you've probably seen a lot of other things being offered. And this is not a for-profit clinic that you might see on a TV station that's offering Mm -hmm. or promising that everybody can recover. Well, it's really a statewide coalition of people who are working together to build recovery support services in their communities. And we come from across New York State to ensure that um, any person struggling with addiction has the opportunity to recover and, and to reclaim a meaningful life in society. And we envision a world in which recovery from addiction is both common and celebrated, and a world in which the entire spectrum of effective prevention, treatment, and recovery support services are made accessible to all. And that happens through individuals stepping up. And, you know, you mentioned at the very beginning, folks didn't know about us. Well, we we used to be in church basements, you know, and some of us still are in church basements, Mm -hmm. but some of us are getting out of those church basements and speaking out publicly and acting as a, you know, serving as a resource uh, to their communities and building that recovery capital so that people who want help can get it when they when they need it. Stigma is something that you want to bring up. And, and when I spoke with somebody years ago, again, this was a big part of of trying to get the message out was saying, let's start talking about our recovery so that other people know it can happen uh, and so that they can find hope in that. And because too often the topic is about the either the criminal aspect of, of drug abuse or it might be about the um, the problems that families are going through, all of which are part of the discussion, but you need to have that discussion about recovery too. There was a wonderful movie that uh, just came out um, this past year, um, and uh, Oasis, which is the Office um, of Alcoholism and Substance Abuse um, Services, Um, did a remarkable job at really talking about stigma and reversing the stigma. And they did that through a number of interviews and stories of people in recovery at various, you know, some of them, um, you know, using sort of traditional methods um, like the 12-step programs and mutual aid, um, but some using medication-assisted treatment. And, you know, we've seen a real scientific evidence that, you know, using medication to support uh, recovery is a real viable pathway to recovery. Uh, Some people use health and nutrition. Some people use a faith-based pathway. Uh, Some people, you know, use yoga. Some use therapy, you know. And it's not just a one-size-fit-all. Similarly to other chronic illnesses, when we, you know, really tailor the approach to treating the, the person's illness, uh, in terms of what they need, and using uh, evidence-based practice and, and science and, and data to support their treatment and recovery, you know, amazing things happen for that person. But it doesn't, it's not their fault, right? It's not because, you know, we don't treat them in terms of fault. We would never say to someone who, for example, is struggling with diabetes or is overweight, you know, you really shouldn't have had that cookie. We wouldn't do that. We would treat them, and then we would help give them the, you know, the prevention tools that they need and follow up if they're really severely overweight or suffering from uh, diabetes and need to take insulin. And similar to uh, using medication to assist recovery, you know, that's also a piece that, you know, folks have had a lot of stigma around, thinking that, well, you shouldn't have to replace it with another drug, Right. But we would never say that to someone, for example, using the diabetes, you know, example. We, we would never do that. So it's really about educating folks in terms of what addiction is, what it isn't, what recovery is, and giving that hope and the tools needed and the care that they need to really help them live productive lives. 
and I'm sure a component of the stigma, some of it is external, some of it's probably internal as well. And you talk about celebrating recovery, which is something that your group focuses a lot on too. Absolutely. Well, you know, for a long time I was in recovery and I would not talk about it. I was, I had internalized the stigma. And I often talk also about in the LGBT movement, right, folks that decided to come out publicly about their identity, uh, change the course of how, you know, the world views, you know, folks who are of that persuasion. And so, you know, when I spoke out publicly, um, I'll never forget the first time I did it, I shook in my shoes because I had been so used to hiding and, and we actually do a training at, uh, at, at For New York, does a training uh, called Our Stories Have Power. And it's really about l- messaging, recovery messaging, how to use the language to talk about, you know, this illness in an affirming way, similar to how folks with other chronic illnesses speak about their illnesses. For example, if someone who is in remission from cancer would never say, hi, my name is uh, Stephanie and I'm cancer, right? <laughs> they right. would say, you know, I'm in, I'm in, you know, my illness is in, uh, you know, remission and it's celebrated and people are, you know, excited and we do walks and runs. Well, we're hoping that the same thing will happen uh, in terms of how this illness is viewed. You know, when I talk about um, my recovery, I don't say, hi, my name is Stephanie, I'm I'm an addict. I say, you know, my name is Stephanie Campbell and I'm a person in sustained recovery. And that really changes the messaging and it's powerful and it's promising and people perk up when they hear that and there's hope. Talking with Stephanie Campbell, she's the executive director of Friends of Recovery New York. You cover a wide area. All of the state. All of the state. What are the things that are happening with criminal justice and the drug abuse problems that are out there? Well, I think that there's a real recognition and I've been to, you know, countless hearings across the state on both the assembly side and the Senate side. I've heard, you know, lawmakers on both sides of the aisle talk about we can't arrest our way out of this, that, um, you know, that we need to get people the help that they need. And certainly there is a place for the the criminal justice uh, system is involved in, in this issue, uh, certainly, and, and folks who do um, criminal acts, there are consequences, uh, you know, for that. But there's a real recognition that if we can divert people who are nonviolent uh, individuals who are um, addicted into treatment and get them the help that they need while they're in jail, but also you know, for folks that um, would traditionally go right to jail who are being diverted into drug court. And there's a tremendous, you know, group of folks that are really um, working within uh, drug court to help people not have to face felony charges. And because we also know that if you have criminal charges and you and you have a felony, your chances of re-entering into society are going to be more challenging. So we want folks that are involved, you know, have been involved with the criminal justice system to to remove those barriers. That's some of the work that we're doing to really get them the help that they need so that they can reintegrate into their communities and, and live fulfilled lives. But also, you know, in recognizing that for folks even in the, in the prison systems, that there's a need uh, for those folks to get treatment. There are some programs in the prison system now, um, but we really want to help individuals who have gotten involved in either uh, in jail or in prison uh, to get the help that they need so that they don't 
don't keep cycling in and out and effectively costing the state um, more money and then, of course, you know, uh, the, the, the personal cost of themselves. So many people are affected by this. At this point, I don't know anybody who wouldn't have some personal connection to this in their family tree, in their work life in themselves. And I think we've been able to make the point that uh, Friends of Recovery New York is a place people could go to find out more about different treatment options and come and talk about a lot of different things. Since we're wrapping up here, since our time is flying, as it always does, uh, let's give a quick moment also to the fact that you have a lot of family resources for mm-hmm. people as well. So there's some pretty... Um amazing things that have happened just recently. I want to just quickly talk about the expansion of services that um, have happened here in New York State. New York State is really a a, a leader in you know, in, in this issue right now. Um, we're, we're being looked at by other uh, states. Um, I just want to give a shout out to, you know, the commissioner who recently was awarded the Ramstan Kennedy Award for the work that, that she's done and, and for, for Governor Cuomo for his efforts in expanding uh, family support navigators. We now have 18 locations around the state in which we have family support navigators. Uh, there's peer engagement specialists in, in 20 locations. Uh, we've now got uh, 12 uh, youth clubhouses and uh, recovery community centers. Uh, We have about 17 of those around the state, as well as some regional addiction resource centers in in 10 separate locations. And there's some 24-7 open access centers uh, for folks that, you know, need, because we know addiction isn't a 9-to-5 illness. Um, And there's also a number of other initiatives that are are being uh, programmed to help, to pilot it, to help uh, families and individuals in recovery uh, to build and sustain their recovery. For New York also has a family-to-family recovery resource guide. Um, because we understand that addiction not only has a devastating impact on the person with uh, the addiction, but on the entire family. And so folks can uh, visit our um, our website at for-ny.org to look at the resources that are available, to look at the trainings that are there. We have a number of trainings, uh, you know, on the science of addiction, on, you know, our stories have powers. I mentioned some advocacy uh, trainings in terms of educating people how to advocate for themselves and their families uh, effectively, how to build those local recovery community organizations around the state. So when I started, we had about three of them. Now we have you know, about 30 of them around the state. And these are um, those small coalitions of people who are connected uh, with For New York, um, these coalitions in, in counties across the state that are building that recovery capital and really providing that support to individuals and families in counties around the state. So there's a whole network that's being an, an infrastructure of recovery that's that's developing um, across uh, the state. And it's largely because of the commitment that's been made by our decision makers. Uh, does more need to be done? Absolutely. But I really am so pleased to see that um, there's now a real conversation happening where recovery is on the map and it provides um, that promise and, and, and hope to folks that are uh, impacted by this illness. Stephanie Campbell, Executive Director, Friends of Recovery New York. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Upstate Issues is a production of iHeartMedia Albany. This program is available as a podcast. Find it under the host tab at WGY.com.